Welcome. How are you? Have you heard the good news? We have lots of good news. Um, I am Sophia. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Kat. I use they, them pronouns. And today, well, okay, first of all, I would just like to acknowledge that you, as a person, you, Kat, have some good news. I do about have you, some good news. About I, you and Kat, your life. the human being, have just adapted a cat whose name is Ella, and she is back sitting in the... She was cleaning herself loudly next to my microphone up until we started recording, at which point she went over to sit on the windowsill and watch the cars go by, which, of note... Um, my new recording location is right by a busy road, which is unfortunate, but we will muster on. As is my recording location. (laughs) So, um, there may be cars. I mean, yeah, there's going to be one car. This kid. Because it's my last name. Anyway, but I do. So I have been waiting to read this article to you. For such a long time because it brought me sometimes so as we know I am dyslexic which means it takes a lot when I'm reading something to be to cry because my brain doesn't always like do it right mm-hmm. but I will say first time I read this article boy did it have me are you ready oh there's a car Are oh, you ready? I just want to throw out a little programming note Ooh. oh um basically we recorded the last time we recorded was the beginning of april oh yeah Um, the episodes from march and april there are a couple um i'm gonna put a disclosure at the beginning of them but those are gonna go up hopefully this week and next week which means this episode which is being recorded on september 7th 2020 is going to go up hopefully two weeks from today yeah and I would also like to say, just to point out where we stand, the two of us, this podcast, Black Lives Matter, Black Queer yeah. Lives Matter, and I would just like to say to however many listeners we get now in the future, if we ever act in a way that doesn't uphold those values, please tell us so we can... For sure. Be- please tell us so we can get better, because... We are both white, and we want to do our best to support the communities that have been oppressed by the country that we live in. And we haven't recorded since the death of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, um, and all of that has happened. So we haven't had a chance to say Black Lives Matter, but I think it's really important for us to say that and just to say that is where we stand. And honestly, I don't want anybody who doesn't believe that listening to this podcast. So if you don't believe Black Lives Matter, don't listen to this. I'm going to go as far as to say, if you're eligible and registered to vote, first of all, if you're eligible to vote in the United States, register to vote. My goodness. Yes. Second of all, if you're registered to vote and don't vote for Joe Biden, like I understand that he's undesirable in a lot of ways but if you're not voting for joe biden you're supporting trump because he is suppressing voters who would vote for biden so like anyway not to get too into that but not to get too political before we start our news our our quote-unquote news podcast but yes um don't vote for a fascist um and don't 
actively vote, vote against a fascist, perhaps. Perhaps that. But on a completely different note, the actor Dennis Quaid is adopting a cat from Lynchburg, from the Lynchburg Animal Shelter, whose name is Dennis Quaid. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's so good. So um, I'll read cat, that. Whose name is Ella, is also named after a f- famous person. Um, I got her from a shelter, and the shelter, or her full name on all of the documents I got, is Miss Ella Fitzgerald. I love that. So the headline of this article, which is from, ooh, some local news station, is, quote, I just couldn't resist. Actor Dennis Quaid is adopting a Lynchburg shelter cat named Dennis Quaid. Uh, uh, So, and this article, I will say, came out August 12th and was updated on August 18th. So, not super old. Um, It is from WSLS.com. I don't know what... It's a local news station, I think, in Virginia. VA is Virginia, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, last week, we, as in this local news station, uh, introduced you to a cat named Dennis Quaid at the Lynchburg Humane Society in need of a forever home as part of our Clear the Shelters initiative, which I think a lot of local news stations have adopted, saying that, like, we're going to feature cats and dogs and other animals in various humane uh, humane societies and animal shelters as to try to just get animals adopted. Mm -hmm. Um, And... So to continue the article, this week he will make his journey to to that home, but you may not believe who's adopting him. Quote, it really was off the wall, but I just couldn't resist. I had to, said actor Dennis Quaid. Quaid couldn't pass up adopting the little guy with his name from the Lynchburg Humane Society. I'm uh, out, quote, I'm out to save all the Dennis Quaids of the world, said Dennis Quaid. <laughs> incredible <laughs> which i don't know why that makes i don't know why that makes me laugh so much but it's like he's saying all of the dennis quades including himself need saving <laughs> listen don't we all need saving these days honestly yeah uh the cat certainly sparked a lot of buzz after wsls 10 news featured dennis quaid the cat during a news a newscast last week, the story caught the attention of the Hollywood actor, musician, and now podcaster. Cool. Wow. We both have a podcast. Wow. Crazy. Um, here's another quote. We also have a pet show that Jimmy Jelinek, I think is a, somebody who Dennis Quaid works with, um, here is doing, and I'm executive producing on it. And it's really turned out to be one of my favorites said Quaid. I like how he has a pet podcast. I love pets. They're so good. Uh, A shelter cat with his name plus a pet podcast equals the perfect adoption story. A tale so good, the shelter staff didn't believe it at first. Quote, "I, I was like, there's no way this is real. Like, someone has to be pranking us, said Danielle Ulmer, Lynchburg Humane Society Adoption Center Manager. 
We reached out to the shelter. It took us a while for them to actually believe us, said Jimmy Jelenic, co-host of The Pet Show. Once Jelenic convinced the shelter staff that he and Quaid weren't internet trolls or crazy people, they got to meet Dennis Quaid, the cat, via Zoom. This week, Jelenic will fly from... Sorry, just mm-hmm. just briefly. Can you imagine you work for an animal shelter and you get a call from Dennis Quaid? <laughs> like, what? Excuse me? Sorry, this is going to sound like it's coming out of nowhere because it kind of is. But I don't know. You can feel free to cut this out. But, you know, Dennis Quaid was married to Meg Ryan. Um, and they're son is also an actor in the amazon's the boys which is a fucking wild tv show that i have gotten so many ads for the boys season two i gave in and just watched it um it's terrible like it's not terrible it's just it handles very sensitive topics with all the tact and grace that supernatural handles sensitive topics So like, like a CW show. So, like, it's a CW show with more violence and a higher production value. Can I just say, um, there's a lot of shows that are CW-esque. Um, mm-hmm. But you know you know what CW shows I'm gonna watch even if they're bad? No. Nancy maybe. Drew and Scooby-Doo. Listen. both getting CW shows. Wait. I did not know this. <laughs> also, I found out that both of my roommates who I'm living with, neither of them, like, were avid Scooby-Doo watchers. Mm. I was an avid Scooby-Doo watcher. This is so off topic. Yeah. This is so off topic. Anyway. Um, also, imagine meeting a cat over Zoom. Did you say that? No. No, you said imagine being a humane, being a staffer we're at a humane an animal society. Shelter. And you at an animal shelter and you get a call from actor Dennis Quaid. Does he have an Oscar? Hang on. I'm going to look up Dennis Quaid. Give me a second. Dennis Quaid. We need to know everything about Dennis Quaid. Both <laughs> I the literally, human and the cat. I know nothing other than that he was married to Meg Ryan. And that, I know that his name is Dennis Quaid and I vaguely remember what he looks like. He, was in the, he played the dad in The Parent Trap. Oh. He has been nominated. He's been nominated for two Golden Globes and one Emmy, but he has not won an Oscar. Otherwise, we'd have to say Oscar winner Dennis Quaid. We wouldn't. He's playing. Sorry, I'm on his IMDb page. You have to put that in the title. It's like becoming an elected official. (laughs) Who who is the Academy to decide (laughs) what you title actors? Oh my god. I have plenty um, of bones I'm to pick with the Academy. So many bones to pick with the Academy. But let's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'll find it I'll find an Oscar related article at some point during the run of this podcast. Or, and or then, someday when we have our movie podcast yeah. about shark movies. Listen, that's a whole other topic. Has Dennis Quaid been in a shark movie? I can't look this up now. But you I am do actually I- need to look this up right now. Okay, I'm on his IMDb page. I was already there. Apparently, he's in pre-production for to play Ronald Reagan, which I don't know what the movie about Ronald Reagan's life is about, but I hope it's not going to be like, look at how great Ronald Reagan was. Because um, in this podcast, yeah. 
um, not only do Black Lives Matter, not just in this podcast, in the in the world, but also fuck Ronald Reagan. Fuck Ronald Reagan. Hang on, how am I gonna look up? You can't really tell from just like the titles of I mean movies. he was in Soul Surfer, which is kind He was of a in Jaws movie. 3D. There we go. <laughs> I think Soul Surfer is, like, the premise is about a shark. But it's, I wouldn't classify Soul Surfer as a shark movie. It's about a woman whose arm got bit off by a shark and she became a professional surfer. But Jaws 3D, however. Yeah, that that is a certified shark movie. Here, I will read you. Would you like to hear the synopsis from IMDb? Yes. This 1983 film, adventure horror, uh, thriller, a giant 35-foot shark becomes trapped in, in a SeaWorld theme park, and it's up to the sons, and it's up to the sons of police chief Brody to rescue everyone. Wait a second. This is a horrible summary that I can't, I don't know if I'm reading it wrong or if it's, like, written badly. A 35-foot shark becomes trapped in a SeaWorld theme park, and it's up to the sons of police chief Brody to rescue everyone. Nope, it's just badly worded. It's just really badly worded. It's okay. so weird <laughs> that rather than have their own distinct characters in this summary, they're referred to as the sons of the police chief. And we get the police chief's name, but not the main character's name. He, so Dennis Quaid plays Mike Brody, who I am not sure, because there's also a Sean Brody. Let's see how old this actor is, because if the actor who plays Sean Brody is older than Dennis Quaid, then that means that... Oh my goodness, I just, this movie got 3.7 stars on IMDb. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. But Dennis Quaid, what a guy. He played a really great father in Parent Trap. Yes. Also, Meg Ryan. I like Meg Ryan. I gotta Google when Harry Meg met Ryan when Harry met quick. Sally is is a very good movie. Anyway, ah. okay, yeah, she was Sally in that movie in When Harry Met Sally. Um, I have one. I have two more quotes from this article, and then um, more things that we can talk <laughs> about. But he, Dennis Quaid, said. Maybe they should start naming animals in shelters after different celebrities and see who bites. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I would adopt a cat named Kim Kardashian. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I've already adopted a cat named after a celebrity. That is true. <laughs> that's very, very true. And then... um uh, Omer, who works at the Humane Society, said, "We've already talked about that. We're like, all right. So if everyone picked, so if everyone picked your top three, so everyone pick your top three celebrities and go from there. Um, and if you want to see more about this, uh, Dennis Quaid did give an interview with WSLS Ten News." Um, so you can go, if you want to see him give, I'm sure if you Googled Dennis Quaid adopts Dennis Quaid, actually, hang on, that's, I just want to type that in. Can you Google image search Dennis Quaid and then in parentheses, the cat? (laughs) Um, 
oh wow you actually get there's a cnn article see so i saved this article from um it popped up in one of my various facebook groups that i'm in so here um he's also a black cat uh dennis quaid the cat um is a black cat which i am partial to being the owner of two black cats cat dennis quaid cat um let's look at this let's look at this little guy i've seen pictures of him he is very cute. He's got a very... The cat, not Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Dennis Quaid the cat has a very, very round face. And he's very cute. Oh my god, I want a cat so bad. I just moved out. I've moved from my, my home in Massachusetts to a new oh home. Oh my goodness. In a different state nearby. His face is you an can, oval. His face is so round. It's so cute. <sighs> I want more pictures of him. Hey, um, Only, actor like, Dennis one Quaid. One of these articles has like a nice picture of the cat. The rest hey. have these goofy ones, which are great hey. and all, but like this is the best picture of this cat that I've seen. He's, he's so round. He's okay. so round. Everybody, just for your own sake, just right now, Google Dennis Quaid cat. This picture is so goofy. He's so cute. I like how in this this article from CNN, it says, Quaid, the man, (laughs) in parentheses, to differentiate between him and the cat. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just, articles about cats really just get me, you know? Someone's like, Dennis, dinner time. (laughs) They both come scampering into the room. Hello, dinner? Did somebody say they were going to feed me? Yum, yum, yum. That's hysterical. And I am so happy. I'm so happy I found this article. I I don't know how I'm going to find articles because I deleted the Facebook app. I'll find them. I deleted the Facebook app off of my phone because I just couldn't handle it. <laughs> Could not deal with it. But that's where I got most of my articles from. So we'll have to find some other sources. I just found a picture, the best picture of Dennis Quaid the cat. Baby. Little man. More people need to know about this story. Gonna need to go on Twitter or something. Oh, yeah. Which is why we're talking about it. Um, God, I love cats. Alright, shall we? Okay, so I have two shorter, like, headline ones that we can read. Um, because this, this one that we just read, not a terribly long article. This one is funny and from 2018. Um, and I just think it'd be fun for us to debate this for a second. Mm -hmm. So the actor, The Rock, as in Dwayne The Rock Johnson, has continued to refuse to confirm whether, what type of rock he is, whether that's sedimentary, igneous, or metamorphic. And I forget what differentiates that. This would have been a better article to read. I'm going to be taking rocks and minerals as one of my classes this semester. Oh, really? Which is fun. Or as the my mom likes to... The only rock that I remember anything about is igneous, which are volcanic rocks. Which, you know, I, I feel like they're very porous for him. 
He doesn't um, seem like ig- a very igneous, porous person. Igneous are not. Igneous are formed from melting rock deep inside the earth, and they include granite, obsidian. Dang, never mind. Oh, but pumice is also igneous. So like, oh, maybe I don't know he's to... a non-porous igneous. Maybe he's granite because he's hot. Okay, but, sedi- but sedimentary are formed from layers of sand, silt, and dead dead plants and animal skeletons. Isn't that fun? Also, fun fact about me and my life and where I'm at. I'm in a Facebook group right now I get called Christians Against Dinosaurs. Um, who, believe that, who believe that dinosaurs were um, created by, and I quote, Big Paleo. Oh, and that they're not real and they don't exist. And they, and they never have. The concept of Big Paleo. Yep, Big, big Paleo. Metamorphic rocks formed from other rocks that are changed by heat and pressure, mm. like slate and marble. And those are the only ones I'm going to try to read right now. I think, <laughs> you know, my instinct was igneous. I think you're right. It's it seems Igneous seems very hard and, like, solid, you know? Well, it depends on the rock, but, like, like a hard igneous. But... The, the concept of being formed under pressure. Uh, what is the WWE if not pressure? This is true. I believe that. Um, also, marble tends to be associated with statues. And he is, if nothing marble else, statuesque. It is a... So we, we can determine that he is a rock formed under pressure. Hmm. Not that all rocks aren't formed under pressure, because, like, the ocean, that's a lot of pressure. But it's a different kind of pressure, you know? Yeah. And it's not the kind of pressure I'm under, which is, you know, from the world. But we, that's not, this is good, this is good news podcast, not other <sighs> What's things the podcast. PSI of just existing in this world? Um, let me Google. What is the PSI <laughs> of existence? <laughs> How do you spell existence? Oh, that's a that's a rough one, buddy. <laughs> you know what else is good news? Avatar: what? The Last Airbender is on Netflix, and, and everybody yeah. should watch it. It that is good news. Um, so I spelled existence E X I S T A N C E. That um, sounds it's, right. It's with an S. E X I S T E N C E. Is that not what you said? No, I spelled mine with two C's. The whole I before E except after C really never sunk in. This is not what I wanted to read psychology today. Get out of here. Anyway. I'm not going to get a solid answer about what the PSI of existence is. (laughs) Mr. Dwayne Johnson, also known as Mr. The Rock, is presumably marble? I would say marble. Formed under pressure. Statuesque. Yeah. Chiseled. Shiny. Because he's bald. Every time I, I think about The Rock, I picture that one picture of him in the 80s with the fanny pack and the turtleneck and the hair. You mean him dressed as a lesbian? Perhaps. <laughs> um, but it's you said look- bald, and it took me a second to remember that he exists outside of that photo. Yeah. See, my brain, I either go to that picture or him and Jumanji. Oh, Jumanji was so good. So? Jumanji was the last movie I saw in theaters. Holy shit. 
It was the last movie I saw in theaters in the United States. I did go to a film festival in Germany. Nice. But yeah, that was the last. And I saw it with you. Yeah, we saw it on New Year's. Oh my god, we did. The 2020 started with the the see, the climactic scene in Jumanji when two main characters kiss. They kissed right at midnight. Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god. Brain hurt. Oh my god. That was such a long time ago. What is even Sorry. happening? God. <laughs> the world is so different. I saw, speaking of articles, this is not one that I will read because I don't care. Um, I saw this article from, I think it was from Variety. It was basically saying, you know Christopher Nolan's movie Tenant? The title of this article it, yes. was, Tenant is good, but it's not worth risking your life over. <laughs> I love modern, like, any, any media, any, any, uh, articles right now that critique media in a very nihilistic sort of way, I find very enjoyable. Very. Yeah. Would you like to hear another headline before we move on to our second? I would love to hear another headline. Japan's sushi chef using bodybuilder delivery to buoy COVID hit business. Man, I did a I did a bad job of reading that. <laughs> so the bodybuilder is delivering the sushi, and people want to see the bodybuilder, and so they order the sushi. I guess so. Iconic. Yeah. So I know I normally like... we read headlines, but I need to know more. So I I got more. Yeah. A sushi restaurant in central Japan is trying to boost. Also, I'm sorry. Sushi, very good. And I would I I would order all the time if I had money, but I don't have money. That's the problem with sushi. I have no money. Mm. I have no money for sushi. Someday I will have sushi money. There is a relatively inexpensive sushi place that delivers here. Um, and I need to resist the urge to order from them all the time. Because I don't have money to order sushi on the regular, even if it's inexpensive. Yeah. The nearest Chinese rep, just Chinese restaurant to me is 40 minutes away. Oh my God. I am living in um, rural town, USA. Rural New England town, USA, to narrow it down. Uh, Yeah, I just moved closer to Boston, so... My takeout options have kind of exploded. And your delivery options. Because where we were before, there was not very much delivery. Yeah. Um, anyway, I yeah, have... so this... Wait, if no. I can just... I have no, yeah, two ice cream sundae places that deliver here, one of which has vegan ice cream. You're so lucky. Okay. There's ice cream around where I am because there's lots of cows. Nice. I'm going to keep on um, narrowing it down and eventually somebody's going to guess what state I'm in. And that's a fun game I'd like to play. Yeah, I guess this, so this Japanese shoes, this, <laughs> words are really hard for my brain. This sushi chef in Japan is using a sexy bodybuilder to uh, get food delivered, which honestly, pretty smart. Okay, what? I feel like though that, uh, the appreciation of that is slightly lessened by the fact that a lot of people are doing, like, contactless delivery. 
you have a very good point there. <laughs> like, you don't want a lot of those people, like, needing the bodybuilder. You want the bodybuilder to leave it on their porch or in their the lobby of their apartment building and then buzz you. Yeah, I hadn't text thought of you that. Or call you or ring your doorbell or whatever. I also, this, it really do feel like the beginning of, like, you know, a porn. <laughs> Except normally they show up with it. Normally it's a pizza. I, like, sushi seems very, um... This is going to be a really weird sentence to come out of my mouth. Sushi seems too sexy for porn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know there's the whole, there's like an art form in Japan with sushi about like you putting sushi on naked bodies. Like that's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. But for some <laughs> reason, I couldn't imagine like, you know, like a, like a porno. Yeah. Starting well, with like, is- I brought your fish. Yeah, well, because the thing about pizza that makes it, lends itself so well to porn is that it comes in that iconic box, which you don't need to put a pizza in. You can just, it's just a cardboard box. It's a a farce. Are we going to get copyright striked if we sing dick in a box? (laughs) Probably. Um, But the the thing about a pizza is it comes in a cardboard, a very distinct box. So you immediately know, recognize it's pizza. Pizza delivery is, like, one of the historically most popular forms of takeout or, like, delivery food. Yeah. And then you've got the pizza, which is in a box, which can be tossed aside because you know the box is empty. And even if the box weren't empty, pizza's still good if it's been sitting for a couple hours. I had a conversation with my friend the other day about how hot pizza's great, (laughs) but there's something about cold pizza that also hits different. I love... I really like cold pizza. There's something really nice about, like, room temperature pizza. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like sushi is just, it's not... You you gotta eat it right when it arrives. Yeah, and it doesn't lend itself to porn. I think. It's too nice. It's too 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 sexy for porn. I'm telling you, sushi is... is too distracting. That's our first piece of merch. Should be sushi is too sexy for porn. <laughs> um. Oh God. It's. It's true though. No, I'm just picturing like a, a figure made out of rice with strategically placed fish. My God. Oh, uh, it is. And now to move on, I feel like I picked two really wholesome articles for us today. Um, oh wait! And- I had I had one more thing I wanted to say. Oh okay. What oh, there's a spider on the in the world? If there was a place that you were like, and eh, maybe you'd order for them from them, but like you weren't sold on it, what would make what kind of delivery person would make you change your mind? About what? About ordering. Oh, from a about ordering from them. Ooh. Hmm. Because there is a right answer, and the right answer is specially trained dog. See, you said person, and my brain went to human. Well, I said I said delivery. Mm. I might have said delivery person. I tried I, to keep it vague because I knew I was building to dog. No, but you are correct. Dog is the correct answer. But I do have a very very good article. Okay, and I will read it's two. same content. So our next article. Same content, but I would like to read two headlines about this thing. 
Okay. One is from Smithsonian Magazine, and mm-hmm. one is from BBC News. Nice. This is in ref... You know what? I'll just read the headlines. And when I read this headline for the first time, my immediate response was, and I don't know why, this, my immediate response was, this is the gayest thing I've ever heard. Ooh. Because it has, it has a gay energy that I can't quite explain. Mm-hmm. So this is the headline from the Smithsonian. Scientists taught rats to drive tiny cars to earn Fruit Loops. And I don't, I can't explain why it's gay. It's because gay people love rodents. That is true. Generally speaking. I know a lot of gay people who have pet rodents. And also, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Toucan Sam is gay. I don't know if he's actually, like, if that's been confirmed, but... Gay vibes. Yeah. Yeah. So, that is what this is in reference to. And here's the, um, from the article that we will be reading is, um, rats taught to drive tiny cars to lower their stress levels. They taught rats to drive cars to lower their stress levels. so good and so cute it's so cute it's so cute um and this is from the bbc um published october 24th 2019 so this is from the before times which is fine because it's still adorable and wonderful and not enough people know about it Ugh. so Learning to drive small cars helps rats feel less stressed, scientists found. Researchers That's at the wild, because uni- in humans it makes them more stressed. It's true. Researchers at the University of Richmond in the US in the US taught a, a group of rat a group of seventeen rats how to drive little plastic little plastic cars in exchange for bits of cereal. Now, what I don't like is how they don't specify it's Fruit Loops, because I think the Fruit Loops add um, some flavor to this, not just because they're Fruit Loops, but also just in my heart. Mm. Uh, study yeah. lead Dr. Kelly Lambert said the rats felt more relaxed during the task, a finding that could help develop a non- non-pharmaceutical treatments for mental illness. Rats were not required to take a driving test at the end of the study. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Because one, how would they communicate that to the rats? And two... (laughs) Sorry, you can't drive this car anymore. You didn't pass. I guess I understand. Learning to drive is stressful. But once you're good at it, going for like a long drive through a scenic place is very relaxing. Or going on a road trip with friends... Mm-hmm. I might just miss being with friends. <laughs> yeah. As somebody who is living in a in um, rural town USA, um, in a scenic place in rural town USA, comma, New England, um, I, am go- I have gone on several scenic drives. And they are beautiful. And when the fall comes around, oh baby. I can't wait to go apple picking. I can't wait till you come visit me and we go apple picking. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, fun fact, I just tested ne- tested negative for the coronavirus. So, yay. I'm Rona free, kids. Congrats. Thank you. Cat, I'm sure you're asking yourself, how did the rats learn to drive? I assume that they, like everyone else, went, spent one of their spring breaks doing a week-long intensive and then got their learner's permit and had an adult in the passenger seat who had let them do small laps who let them do small laps around a parking lot mm. before going onto a road and then eventually a highway. Mm. Yes. Or if you're like one of my family friends who got, he got his, he passed his learner's permit test, which is in Massachusetts is a written test, which I think it is, that's what it is most places. But um, the nearest place to where we had been living, which is where this person also lives, to the nearest in Massachusetts they're called RMVs not DMVs so the nearest RMV was um in quite the urban area it was mm-hmm. in I believe it was in Watertown which is not a town either of us live in so we can say its name hallelujah <laughs> and he got his learner's permit and then his mom was like cool you have your learner's permit you're driving home now Having, like, never gotten behind the wheel of a car. Oh, boy. boy. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. The rats did not learn how to drive like that, though. Dr. Lambert and her... How did the rats learn how to drive? Dr. Lambert and her colleagues built built tiny electric cars by attaching a clear plastic jar to an aluminum plate fitted to a set of wheels. Copper wire, a copper wire was then threaded horizontally across the jar, a, uh, the cab of the car, to form three bars left, right, and center. To drive the car, a rat would sit on the aluminum plate and touch the copper wire. The circuit was then complete, and the animal could select, a du- select the direction in which they wanted to travel. After months of training, the rats learned not only how to make the ratmobile. M- Sorry, <laughs> the phrase "ratmobile." Um, my car's name is Max. I think I'm gonna rename it to the Ratmobile. <laughs> I can't. That's so good. <laughs> I have to. I have to rename my car to the Ratmobile. Um, but they. The, the rats not only learn how to make the ratmobile move, but also how to change directions. Researchers wrote in the Journal of Behavioral Brain Research. I love that. And Kat, I'm sure you're wondering, what did they find? What well, did they find? Well, some of the rats in the experiment had been raised in the lab, while others lived in, quote, enriched environments. That is to say, they had more natural habitats. The rats raised in enriched environments... Sorry, I thought somebody was knocking on my door. The rats raised in enriched environments were significantly better drivers than the lab rats. After the trials, researchers collected the rats' feces to test for stress hormones. Cord- mm, to tr- test for a stress hormone. <laughs> as well as for an anti-stress hormone, whose names I am not going to try to pronounce. Valid. 
Uh, one of these I is just, re- somewhat related to cortisone because I know that's a stress hormone, and the so other like, one is not. Rats with stressful lives, which is to say, ra- lab rats, because we we know we can safely say that lab rats have more stressful lives than enriched rats because of Rat Park. But I'm not going to get into that. Um, what I am going to get into is oh, happy we rats. We the same psych class together. We learned about rat better park. drivers. And road rage. Wait, sorry, repeat those. Happy rats, better drivers, no more traffic or road rage. Yes. Which is to say, everyone should be, we should create a society that makes people less stressed, and then they won't do drugs. Wait, nope. And then they won't have road rage. (laughs) All rat studies have the same results. (laughs) Make rats less stressed and better things happen. Also, yeah. rats are cute. Okay, so um, back to our rats. All of the rats had higher levels of the anti-stress hormone, which scientists believe could be linked to the satisfaction of having learned a new skill. Uh, Dr. Lambert told AFP news agency that the findings could prove useful for future research into treatments for different psychiatric conditions. Quote, there's no cure for schizophrenia or depression and we need to catch up. She said, I think we need, God, I can't read quotes. I think we need to look at different animal models and the different types of tasks and really respect the behavior that behavior can change our neurochemistry. There is a PDF that my therapist sent me about hacking your brain. Um, and it was talking about how there's like three big chemicals that make you happy. And one of them is produced when you accomplish or learn something. Mm-hmm. And then there's one about, like, moving around and being outside. And then there's one about social interactions. Mm, the big three. And if you do all three of those things regularly, your brain chemistry is more balanced. Yeah, I believe that. In conclusion, you have heard the good news today about several things. First being that Dennis Quaid has adopted a cat named after him, which is still just so good and wholesome. I have a question. Yeah. What do you think are better? Cats named after celebrities or cats named after celebrities, but it's a pun? Ooh, that's a, ooh, that's a tough question to answer. I don't know. I see. I fall into the category of thinking that um, the best cat names are silly. I do like silly cat names. Like, um, I have a friend who wants to name her first cat Bonk. Bonk, which is a great name for a cat. Also, I have a friend who changed the name of their cat from from Hot Pocket to something else, which is just such a devastation to me. Hot Pocket. I feel like it goes into the same thing about um, the about how um, NB people can just pick a random thing for their name if they'd like to, and that people should do that more. 
like you could literally pick Zoom. Not now, because Zoom is like a thing now. <laughs> These days, Zoom has connotations. Yeah, but you could pick the you, like, your name could be like Zipper or something. Which and the, they should the, start naming themselves after Onomatopoeia. The best being Kachow. <laughs> yep, yep. It, it's very powerful. So I feel like I I ascribe to that sort of category of thinking. One of my cats is named Skittles. The cat I named is named Skittles. Yeah. The cat my brother named um, is Atlas. So. You can see where we differ. So we've got cat celebrities. We've got Dwayne the Marble Johnson. Jane, Jane, Dwayne, Jane the Marble Johnson. Blah. Yes. <laughs> wait, oh, we also talked about how wait, Dennis Quaid. What? Dwayne the Marble Johnson. Yeah, my brain got, my mouth got garbled. <laughs> Uh, we also briefly talked about sh- uh, shark movies and how we may potentially be starting a shark movie podcast. We did. What else did we talk about? What was the first not Florida man? The first not Florida man was The Rock. The, sorry, The Marble. Was there a second not Florida man? Yes. Uh, sexy Delivery. Oh, yes. But yeah, so our our, our second not Florida man. So she is too sexy. Hmm? So we so we had celebrity cats, Dwayne, the Marble Johnson. Mm-hmm. Sushi is too sexy. Sushi is too sexy for porn, but not too sexy for a sexy delivery man. And whatever we just talked about. Rats learning to drive for Fruit Loops. Rats. Good boys. Sounds like some pretty good news. It really does. You have you have heard the good news. You have heard the good news. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Thank you and good night. You have just heard. I don't know heard... what time you're listening to this, but it's <laughs> nighttime now. Is it? It's, it's well, nighttime somewhere. We said good night, so it's nighttime. Oh yeah, good night.